We in. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to the... <laughs> <laughs> Voice crack. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Chris and Kyle show. Uh, he's Chris. Yep. And I'm Kyle. Yep. <laughs> and th- this is our show. <laughs> Welcome to the loopy episode, Yeah, guys. We're, f- we're feeling weird right now. Yeah. It uh-huh. like we're recording late at night because they've been doing a lot of construction lately. They're redoing the balcony outside of our house, like the the walkway. Yeah, and, uh, I think they're done because when I got home tonight, there was no there was no caution completely? tape or anything anywhere. Are they done complete? They said Thursday is when they're going to be done. Oh completely. wait, are they going to do the, the other halves of them still? Probably. Yeah. You know what I think? It's unnecessary work. I didn't care about the walkways. They were fine. Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. But like, I also drive my car, and I don't care. You know what I mean? There's just dents in it, and I just yeah, don't care. You're not, the, you're not the type of person yeah. who's going to be caring about the the aesthetic quality. Aesthetic of quality is not very important to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what's what's new? Bugaboo. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about a movie that I saw. Yeah. Yeah. What movie? Ray Donovan. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. Okay, so uh, I saw I saw Lincoln again nice. for my poli cycle. Lincoln is one of those movies where you watch it once and you're like, that was great. I never want to see it okay. again. I'm glad that I saw it again Yeah. Uh, for this specific reason. There are so many fucking people in that movie that I didn't Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. But Joseph that, Gordon-Levitt. I think we knew that Dane DeHaan was in that movie like when we saw it because Chronicle came out yeah, before yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, were yeah. All, like already on the Dane DeHaan train. Yeah. Right? Did you know Dane DeTrain. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Did you know that Adam Driver's in that movie? Yes. I didn't know that Adam Driver no, was in that movie. No, but that's super dope. Also, he belongs in that movie. He has like it lines makes a lot in of that sense. movie. Is he like a one of the one of the like representatives of the government? He's one of the guys who does the do 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 thing. So he he basically does what Danny Pudi does in Captain America: Civil War. That's Morris Code, right? That's Morris Code. Michael Morris Code. Morse Code. Morse Code. Morse. Morse Code. Yeah. Yes. He's the person who's like who's standing there and like like listening to it and fucking writing the messages down. Yes. Also, I meant Winter Soldier, not Civil War. Sorry. Okay. I've offended myself. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh, incredible ass movie. So many fucking people in it. Yeah. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Earl Haley? J- Jackie Earl Haley? Jackie Earl Haley? Yeah. R- Rorschach? Yeah. R- yeah. Uh, Does he ever say, you're stuck in here with me? No, he doesn't do that. But he is the, the VP of the Confederacy in that movie. Which is, uh, he has makes a sense. really good. That makes sense. He has a really good scene in that movie where him and somebody else that are like leaders in the Confederacy, this is after, uh, the, the 13th amendment was, uh, was, um, was passed. Okay. And he's sitting down across the table from Lincoln and they're getting rid of slavery. Yep. And Jackie Earl as the VP of the Confederacy is saying, well, now that we're not going to have slavery, uh, it's going to cripple our economy. Yep. Uh, you know, it's something that's so ingrained in our traditions that, well, like, we're going to completely lack an identity. Like, that's how are fucked we gonna, up. That's how are we going up. to deal with this? Okay. And then the person that's sitting next to him basically says, he basically calls Lincoln, like, a, uh, uh, an aggressive oppressor. Okay. And, like, it's such a good scene because it, like, it completely, like, 
identifies this sort of like ironic psychology mm-hmm. uh, of an oppressor, mm-hmm. right? Where they think that like because you're removing their rights to remove other yes. humans' rights, yes. they believe that's oppression. Yes, I think it's really good. A lot of really people, could, a lot of people could serve to learn that lesson. Mm-hmm. I'm going through the cast of that movie right now. It's fucking bonkers. Bonkers. It's crazy how many people are in the movie. It's insane. Like, Daniel Day-Lewis, obviously. Sally Field, obviously. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, obviously. James Spader. Tommy Lee Jones. James Spader is somebody who I forgot John Hawks. Jackie Earl Haley. Tim Blake Nelson. Jared Harris. Lee Pace. The dude that's Jeremy in Strong, suits. who is in, in, um, in Succession. The dude that's amazing. in Suits that plays... Uh, David Costabile. Is that, is that his is, name? Is that his, the actor's name? David Costabile. I don't know if I'm pronouncing Costable? it. This guy. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. The asshole in suits. Who, yes. Yeah. Who does he play in suits? Do you know? Uh, he's whatever the law firm is called in season one. He's one of them. Hard. Hard. Hardman. 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 Daniel Hardman. Daniel Hardman. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. Teamwork. Got there. Teamwork. Awful high five. <laughs> you have a pen in your hand. <laughs> Sorry. Makes it hard. Walton Goggins. <laughs> David Oyelowo. Dane DeHaan. Elizabeth Marvel, dude from. Uh, House of Cards. She played. I haven't seen all of House of Cards. Oh, you haven't? Okay. No. She. Okay. I haven't finished House of Cards. I've seen enough. After I haven't seen the last two seasons. I of got House of to Cards. the point. Uh, like I, I think I've watched it through two times. Every time I get to the scene uh, where Mahershala Ali's shirtless, I just start jerking off so much that I just I quit watching it. Completely. Dude, I forgot. He's really good in that show. Yeah. I mean, he's really good in everything he does, yeah. but like, he's hot. Yeah. He's hot in that show. There's a, there's a certain energy. Mm-hmm. He's a lobbyist, and you're like, you're so fucking evil and corrupt, but you're hot. Yeah. Yeah. Are you morally corrupt if you watch House of Cards now from the beginning? Do you have to, like, just start, like, after? Af- like, Spacey in the last season after Kevin Spacey's not yeah. in it anymore when Robin Wright takes over yeah. as president? I haven't even seen it, and I know that happens. Yeah. Do you think anybody in the world is still like, yeah, I love The Cosby Show, you know? Probably. Like, yeah, it's my favorite show. Probably. Like, Yes, like I'm gonna, I'm like gonna give you a definitive yes. Like they would say that, yeah. Especially if, like, what if they're like trying to make a first impression? I think definitely for older people, they just don't care. Like if you were, <laughs> if you were, like, uh, trying to impress uh, your girlfriend's parents, uh-huh. right? Could you name a worse show to like as your favorite show than The Cosby Show? Uh, I mean, not if they're like in the KKK and they're just like, this gives black people a bad name. So they like that you like it or something. Uh, okay. That's an interesting take. But it's a whole, like, if that's your situation, you're in run. Right. You don't want to be in that situation. Yeah. Or like if Bill Cosby is your girlfriend's dad or your girlfriend's grandpa or something and you're trying to impress him. But yeah. if that's the situation you're in, run. <laughs> also run. <laughs> and don't drink anything around you, just in case. Just in case. Anyway. Lincoln's good. I'm guessing you had to watch that for poli sci. Yeah, political science, yeah. 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 Makes sense. Mm-hmm. David Oyelowo's in that. Mm-hmm. He's good. He doesn't. Yeah, very, very. He doesn't sh- do enough. He's very uh, short I like, amount. I feel like he doesn't get enough work. Doesn't get a lot of screen time. He uh, very little. He was Martin Luther King in Selma, right? Yes. He was also in Star Wars Rebels a lot. 
as a voice on Star Wars Rebels. Speaking of Star Wars, did you hear the Star Wars stuff that happened? Uh, uh, D&D, David... Hold on, I always mix their names up. You can do it. David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Nailed it. D&D, the the dude, the showrunners of Game of Thrones, they were supposed to make a Star Wars trilogy, and they pulled out yesterday. Mm -hmm. They were like, yeah, we're not going to do this anymore. They uh they said they have it 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 conflicts too much with their commitments to their Netflix deal to make original programming for Netflix. And like honestly, I feel like we should be kind of chill with that. Like we should be like good. That's my hot take. That it's uh that is a good thing that they're not doing thing? it. Yeah. Why is that? It's it's multi layered. Uh, layer number one is if you cannot give your full attention to an important project, you probably shouldn't do the project. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah. the most basic level. Mm-hmm. Level number two is like, I think that there's a point in Game of Thrones where you can tell they lose their stride, and it's after they get past where George R. R. Martin got to, and that's when people things start breaking apart, and people start nitpicking the show, and a lot of decisions, and a lot of arc choices. And rushedness of the show. And it was a combined reasonings of like them wanting to finish it and them not really knowing what to do because they knew where they were. And they and then George R. R. Martin told them what happens at the end. And they were like, well, we need to fill in this giant gap. And, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to be one of those people that's like the writing on the last season of Game of Thrones is terrible and everything's horrible. Like it, I liked it. I enjoyed the last season. There are things I didn't like about it. There are choices they made I didn't like. There were things that were rushed that I think could have been done if they took the time to really lay the seeds down for them. But at the same time, maybe they aren't the people that I would choose to helm a Star Wars trilogy going forward. Do you feel like they kind of... Um it's almost like <clears throat> with the first, you know, three, four seasons of that show, it's almost like they set up, uh, they established a narrative um, and a, a pace for the show that they could never pay off, you know, because it's because everything is so deliberate, you know, and everything is so like, and that was one of the things. Are you referring people, partially to the way travel changes in the past that, few seasons? I mean, travel, that's a very specific. Thing. Yeah, because you can specific get in the first four seasons of Game of Thrones, it takes forever to get anywhere. Right. And after that, it takes no time to get anywhere. But it's not just, but I mean, that's a very specific component Mm -hmm. uh, of the umbrella sort of effect that I'm talking about, right? Uh, I'm talking about overall like character uh, development and arcs that are just like, there's a lot of rapid changes. Do uh, I think that they set it up to where they could not live up to it? No. I'm going to say no to your question and I'm going to give you the caveat of why. Because they made the choice to end it when they did. They could have had all the time they wanted. HBO would have let them make 10 seasons of that show. They chose to end it when they did. Because, assumedly, reportedly, they wanted to move on to their Star Wars trilogy. Uh Which now makes it even weirder. They did a rush job to end Game of Thrones to get to this next project. And now they're bailing on that project. Right. And this is all coming off the tails of a weird... Twitter thread that was going around of them being quote tweeted at an interview they did where they were just saying a bunch of weird stuff about the Game of Thrones film process and how they didn't really know what they they talked a lot about how they didn't know what they were doing and how they were kind of like riding on their coattails or riding what's that's not the right phrase I'm mixing up idioms uh-huh. I I don't know that you ride on somebody else's, else's coattails. coattails yeah I mean, the seat of their pants that's what I'm looking flying, for flying, flying by the seat, seat of their, their pants, pants. There, there we go 
Um, they were skinning the teeth of the <laughs> chickens that they caught. Um, yeah, they were flying. They, they were, were flying by the, the seat pennies of their pants. that they had on their high horse. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they talked a lot about that kind of stuff and, and, and how a like lot of moss on a did, Mississippi did, did you know, I didn't know this. Did you know that the first, they shot the pilot of game of Thrones and it was so bad that HBO made them recast and redo it. I, didn't I just that. learned that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I want to know who that original cast was. Uh, Probably yeah. A lot of no names, I, right? I don't know. Apparently one guy on that cast was one of the dudes cast in the, one of the prequel pilots. That the one that just got canceled today. So I don't know if you heard about this either. Today there was two Game of Thrones announcements or Game of Thrones universe announcements. One, the Long Night or whatever they were going to call it, the one with Naomi Watts that had a full cast that they've already shot a pilot for. HBO was like, yeah, we're not going to make that. They must have gotten the pilot or seen the process of where they are so far, and they canceled it. Uh, but they then they announced a full series order for the other one about the Targaryens. Uh, it's called like uh, House of the Dragon, I think is what the title's going to be. Set 300 years before Game of Thrones. Whereas the other one was going to be like thousands of years before Game of Thrones. I almost wonder if like the public backlash of season eight has made them wary of putting too many eggs in that basket. You right. know what I mean? Because right. there were rumors that they had what, like five prequel ideas? Mm-hmm. That's too many to me. Like, I understand why HBO wouldn't want to make five. That's a lot. That, like, that takes you from being HBO to being the Game of Thrones channel. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you doing? It's kind of like how the CW is basically the Arrowverse and then a bunch of shows for teenage girls. Right. Which, I mean, the Arrowverse shows are also for teenage girls, but you know what I mean. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's understandable. Uh, going back to Star Wars, mm-hmm. Mandalorian two. Yo, uh, the trailer, the second trailer came out. I'm so excited. Comes out in like two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking. I got my pre sign up on Disney Plus. I'm ready. So wait, so is is Disney Plus like live yet? The twelfth, and it comes out like the Mandalorian's going to be available the day of. The day of the day. Yes, that but Disney I I'm Plus pretty does. sure Disney Plus is doing weekly release, so I think it's just going to be one right. episode is available. Okay. And we've talked about this, how I'm, cu- I'm kind of coming back around on that a little bit. Oh, on the, the weekly instead yeah. of... So, yeah, we've talked about it before, but like I think on event shows, weekly is good. On stuff that isn't event viewing, I think I would rather just binge it. Uh-huh. But like, for example, a show like Game of Thrones, a show like Succession, uh, every week... I get hyped for the new episode of Succession to come out and then I can watch, po- I can listen to podcasts and I can watch these episodes going over, you know, uh, web shows going over like what happened in the episode and breaking down themes and talking about different stuff like that. For event shows, I like that because everybody wants to talk. There's a lot of buzz about it and Game of Thrones is the ultimate example of that. I feel like The Mandalorian could be that kind of show because it's a Star Wars show. It just depends on how big Disney Plus gets right away, I guess a little bit. But uh, I'm excited for it a lot. Do you ever worry about the uh, un- like like one downside of like releasing shows weekly, mm-hmm. right? Being like the amount of influence that audience perception has on the writing process of certain shit. So I like mean, most of the of- time, TV is like at least four or five episodes ahead. Right. Right. 
Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. Which but, was shown to great aplomb. I don't know if that's the right word. I just wanted to say it. Uh-huh. In the new season of The Good Place, when they have a fantastic set of jokes uh, about Blake Bortles getting injured because one of the characters is from Jacksonville and loves Blake Bortles. Right. Or Blake Bortles getting cut by the Jaguars. And then this most recent episode this week, they talked about how Nick Foles was the new quarterback and then immediately talked about how Nick Foles' clavicle broke. <laughs> and it was like, it was really, like I was like, yes, they included it. I'm so happy. Because <laughs> now I want some Gardner Minshew jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what do you think about this trailer? The new one? That's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. The, I, like, the most impressive thing might just be, like, h- how much budget you... Like, it looks like a movie. It's beautiful. Like, yeah. Star Wars as a, as, a, as a product is so ripe for, like, just cinematography and just beautiful shots and environments and cool shit. Yeah. Like, that opening shot of just, like, all the storm, Stormtrooper helmets on pikes mm-hmm. is so cool. <clears throat> And the suit, like the Mandalorian suit is just so cool. And then you've got Werner Herzog doing that weird accent. Mm-hmm. What's the one word that he makes four different words? Uh, coming. Com- coming. Coming. They are coming for you. <laughs> You're the best in the parsec. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got such a cool voice. Mm-hmm. Incredible voice. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree with you. Bill Burr's in that show. Did you see him in the trailer? No, it's I didn't catch it. I saw people fucking, talking about it, but I didn't catch it. Yeah, it's I have very to rewatch like, it. Like it's half a second. Yeah, uh, but when I caught it, it's him like shooting blasters. The first trailer, you see him from behind. He like looks back. I don't. Yeah, I don't even. In know this if I trailer, that. Uh, yeah, apparently there's like a part of he's, scene of him. Yeah, yeah, it's just like half a second, and he's fucking dual wielding blasters. Good for and him. He's got like a little That's aggressive dope. face, and I was just like, oh, is he's just? I was like, is he gonna do be doing a Bill Burr thing? Why is he in here? <laughs> like what? They needed a curmudgeon. That's why he's in there. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, man. I think it's going to be really good. I'm, I think it looks dope. <laughs> and yeah. the cool part is like, if this is good, and then if the Obi-Wan show is good, what other dope shows are we going to get in the Star Wars world? Is there any part of you that feels guilty for getting Disney Plus? Nope. No? Nope. What? Because there are corporate overlords? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fucking go ahead, undermine because my they, my morality because your, your little joke. <laughs> because, they, uh, because they support China? No. The Chinese government? I mean, China supports Disney. Disney just doesn't want to make the Chinese government angry. Yeah. Because they make so much money. So they're from gonna the give Chinese the illusion people. that they they're yeah. like, oh no, yeah. like we're with you. We with you. We good. we good. We good. We we chilled out. Listen, you dude. Just don't. Just don't. If any if any entity in the universe owns my soul the most, it's Disney. They just do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. They got me as a youngin. Right. They, they they got me early. Yeah, it's like a infection. They indoctrinated me early. It's an infection that they you can't me, fucking get rid of. They told me, uh, like, they told me Hakuna Matata, and they told me, you know, the Hercules song about. Finding your place in the world. They just told me all these. They they just you know they made me feel so much in such a young age, and now I'm it's it's over. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, dude, you get infected with it. Like, I like, hope they buy Spider Man's whole catalog. That's a rumor that they're gonna buy all the Spider Man stuff, so they can stop with this nonsense. I, yeah, I, yeah, hope so. I say do it. Hope so. I say do it, or as Emperor Palpatine would say, do it. Do you think he's coming back? Do you think he's legit? No. Me neither. Probably not. No. I think it's a dream. 
It's like a dream or a Some force kind of ghost thing. thing. Yeah, force ghost. It'd be cool if he was a force ghost because like that's uh, not a thing. Like hologram. the Sith don't do that. That'd oh, be, the Sith that'd don't be an, force ghost? That'd be an interesting development. I don't know no, enough. Did, there's apparently, uh, there was an article going around, I think today, that the first episode of The Mandalorian, it just said has like shattering Star Wars universe spoiler. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, technically everything that happens in the episode is a spoiler for the Star Wars universe, right? What is it, like, is it, one of my friends at work today was like, oh, what, are they going to reveal who Ray's parents are in the first episode of The Mandalorian? I was like, that would be weird if they did something like that. That would be super strange, right? But I'd be kind of into it, honestly. It'd be kind of interesting. But yeah, I was like, how big of a spoiler can you make? I don't know what that means. I'm hype. I'm hype. You know HBO's having a new streaming service too? They just did a whole trailer thing for it today. HBO Max. They're going to have Rick and Morty on it. On HBO? Yeah, HBO Max is what it's called. It's going to have like all Cartoon Network backlog, a bunch of DC shows, all Warner Brothers stuff. That's really specific. Yeah. They're making a Green Lantern show. Okay. They announced today, like a big budget Green Lantern show. That's cool. And I, I mean, like, I've really enjoyed every Green Lantern product. Um, you've never seen Green Lantern, the animated series, and it's really good. So mm-hmm. you need to calm down. Well, uh, what if I did? You didn't. What if I did? I know you I didn't did? see that show. What if I have seen Green Lantern? Then you would be agreeing with me that it's really good. What if I have? Then you would be agreeing. But what if I have? <laughs> I haven't seen I it. I know you haven't seen it. Has there, has there been any other live action movies uh, with Green Lantern? Other Not that I know. Ones? Unless there's like some weird old one, but uh-huh. like they haven't made one since the uh, Ryan Reynolds debacle. Uh-huh. Which, you know, luckily he's able to make fun of wait, so regularly. Th- they're, wait, so they're coming out with an original Green Lantern series, HBO's? Yeah, Green Lantern TV show. Is it live action? Yeah. It's live action. Like That's big cool. budget, like like Mandalorian budget movie. That's cool. Yeah, dope. I wonder if they'll just put all the Green Lanterns in it. Because there's like five of them. There's Hal Jordan. There's Jon Stewart. There's Guy Gardner. There's Kyle Rayner. Mm-hmm. Now there's Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz. There's six. Mm-hmm. There's Alan Scott, the original Green Lantern from the Golden Age mm-hmm. comics. That's seven. Then, of course, there's all the aliens, but they don't count because, you know, they're not humans. So fuck them. Yeah. There's a whole planet that's a Green Lantern. A planet that is yeah. one of the... Mogo. Wait, hold on. The does... planet Mogo is, is a Green Lantern. Does it have a ring around it? It, like has a design of a ring if you see it from space has like so the like, design like, of the, like a like saturn the has lantern a ring? design no 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 like on its surface it has like the design like you know the green lantern symbol yeah it like has that on it if you look from outer space oh okay. like if you look at earth and you see the continents and it's you like see, engraved or something like no what? i don't like it's, it's it like, like it wears a, a costume a trench it's like it wears a costume like any like green wall? lantern i don't think so like the because they when they walk around on mogo it's just like a normal place it's called mogo yeah sentient planet Mogo in uh, Sector Zero, the center of the universe. You like Kilowog? Kilowog's dope. You poozer. I don't know shit about Green Lantern, dude. Mogo sounds like it's some type of discounted department store. Like more go? Like we were, yeah, I see what you mean. Makes sense. We're spiraling. Yeah, we are. Let's talk about NBA shit. All right. 
<laughs> Such an awful episode. Sorry, guys. Jimmy G buckets. Yeah. Miami's done well. They won tonight, right? Yeah. They were fucking blew out the Hawks. We're three and one. I mean, we won by like twelve, I think. Oh, okay. I thought uh, I thought they won by one. Trey Young got hurt though. Yeah. I felt bad. He landed yeah, on Justice's that, that foot. That ankle did not look good. Now apparently he's gonna be out a few weeks or a couple weeks at the least. Your boy Tyler Hero dropping twenty nine. He went nuts. Nineteen and a fucking quarter, man. He's still not our rookie averaging the highest. Really? Kendrick Nunn, dude. He's averaging like twenty three points a game. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Deion Waiters is you still guys draft, was, was No, he, he was on the Warriors G League team last year. Ah. And we were like, hey, come spend the summer with us. So he's still technically a rookie. Yeah, this is his rookie season. Huh. Yeah. How long was he in the G League? Uh just last year. He's like a three or four year college player at so Illinois. How old is he? I think he's twenty four. He's older than Justice. So I think he's twenty four. Hmm. He's balling though. I mean, like so Dion Waiters was suspended for the first game of the season. And then he was unsuspended but didn't go on the two-game road trip. And then tonight we were back home and he was there but he wasn't dressed or something. I, I don't know what – like I think they might be J.R. Smithing him. They're just like, go away. If we can trade you, we will. If not, you just won't be around. Who would want Deion Waiters, do you think? The, the, the He's the ultimate tank commander. Get him on the Hornets. Yeah. He's the, the ultimate. Hornets, yeah, Hornets. he's the ultimate tank. Are the Hornets commander. doing better than they've been playing expect? tight games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, been, it seems like almost. But also, every team, yeah, it's like the begin. It's it's one of those things where you're like, you know, it's the beginning of the season. Everybody, exactly. Every team has hope. Yeah, and mm-hmm. no one's worn down at all, really. And yeah, yeah. exactly. Eventually, yeah. everything will uh, uh, regress to the mean, and teams will just be who they are. Do you, how much of Kendrick Nunn's performances do you think is sustainable? Like these numbers that he's getting? Uh, they're going to go down because, I mean, those three games, we didn't have Jimmy. So a lot there was a lot more shots going around, Right. first of all. He's starting, though. Okay. He's the starting two guard. Okay. It's Justice, him, Jimmy. So far, it's been Myers Leonard. I think it'll be Kelly Olenek when he gets his sea legs back under him, and then bam. Why do you think he's been so, like, overlooked? Why aren't... Um, he, I don't think he was drafted because he had character issues in college. He got, I think kicked off his team in his senior year or something, something like that. I think he had a domestic assault allegation or something like that. And then he was not drafted. And then he spent a year in the G league last year. He's a great scorer. Maybe he's not a good defender. I don't really know a lot about him. Like maybe he's just one of those dudes. He's just a pure scorer. Like he's not a great passer, not a great defender. I don't really know. Right. I know he can score. That's all. That's what I know. But if you can do that in this league, I feel like you've got a spot. You got a spot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you guys are kind of like you kind of have like a, like a Boston thing where like yeah, like you'll you'll kind of go after those guys that might have character issues, right? And like yeah, then you put them in that heat culture, baby. Yeah, you put them in the heat. You culture, put them in the culture grinder, and you like like obviously like your your best player. Right I mean, now Hassan Whiteside was a was a huge example of that. Mm-hmm. In the year he popped off. Dion Waiters is, is someone who's like, he hasn't been good enough in order to really validate, you know. But it, that's like, issues. that's a big reclamation project to take on. What do you mean? Like, you have to do some Pangea shit to get the, the island into the rest of the continent. And it's just, it's too, it's too stubborn, you right. know? Right. It's going to take a few million years. Yeah, exactly. James Johnson's been a little bit of a disappointment, but he's also older. And like... 
he was hurt last year a lot. We'll see. Like he hasn't. He's uh, yeah, he's been banished to the shadow. He realm, was right? banished to the shadow realm. He's now back. He he passed his conditioning test. Uh-huh. That was the other thing this season. Like Pat Riley had talked about how he felt like he had let the um like his demands. He was he was being a little looser with them over the past like couple seasons, and he was like, "No more of that shit. Yeah. We're not fucking around anymore. You're gonna come in here and you're gonna do what we want, or you're done." And I mean, he he backed it up. He. He he kicked James Johnson out of training camp because he didn't pass the conditioning test, and then he suspended Dion Waiters for being annoying on the bench, essentially complaining about preseason minutes. What you doing? We'll see. We have we've had a really good start. I'm excited. Tonight was Jimmy Butler's first game. I think he had like twenty twenty one points. He got to the line a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it cut into the. So here's the thing. Like, it's only one game, so I'm not going to overreact or anything, but Justice had a stinker tonight, and he's been great this year. Right. He's averaging, I think, like 19, 9, and 6. Yeah, there was that one game that he dropped, like 27, 7, yeah, and 7, right? Yeah, <laughs> that was game one. He dropped the LeBron. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's averaging 19, 9, and 6 with, a, I think, a block and a steal every game. And he's been playing really good defense. His his on-off numbers are bonkers on defensive rating. Um, But he, I mean, he only put up seven shots. He only made one tonight. He didn't have the ball in his hands as much. I don't think he had any assists, and if he did, it was like one or two. So it's going to be like it's going to take some time to get the feeling down of like him and Jimmy sharing the court together, and then when Jimmy goes off and it's him and Goran, like Goran came in cooking tonight, and when he's like that, like that's what he's here for now. He's on the team now to be the sixth man to come off the bench and score. That's what his job is, and now like. Tyler Hero is not going to drop 29 all the time. He's a rookie and he's also coming off the bench. Yeah. So him and Goran are both coming in and they're going to they're going to shoot. But the thing it, is dude, like if like if your fucking, you know, eighth ninth guy who's a rookie can drop fucking 15 points a night, which Tyler Hero can absolutely do. Yeah, for sure. I would say Tyler's probably like our seventh right. or eighth guy. Mm-hmm. Goran is 6, Derek Jones Jr is probably 7. So he's probably the eighth guy. I'm like it's also weird though because you could say Myers Leonard is actually like the ninth guy, but he starts. You know what I mean? Okay. He's in that like weird spot where he starts, but he only plays like 17 minutes. Right? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Spo always has kind of like a one DJ dude. Augustine thing. Spo always has one dude, and it's usually a white dude power forward that can shoot threes that starts and only plays like 16 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. The Luke Babbitt role. Anyway, what else is going on around the NBA? The Lakers lost their first game and people freaked out and then they won every other game since then. AD just had like 40 and 9. Or sorry, 40 and 9. 40 and... I got a Bleacher Report update. 40-20 game. He got a standing ovation from Staples after putting up video game number end, to end third quarter. Anthony Davis did. Yes. First first Lakers player with 40 plus points and 20 plus rebounds in a game since Shaq in 2003. He's doing AD shit. Yeah. LeBron's... He's making fun of LeBron's hairline on the bench. He's telling him to fix nice. it. That nice. was funny. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Oh, see you that. didn't? He was like, no. LeBron was running and his headband like went down, and AD was like, "Fix your headband, fix your headband." And LeBron was like, "Oh shit!" It was pretty funny. Fucking um, LeBron going through some shit, man. Yeah. Fucking, he had to. But dude, he sent a taco truck to the firefighters today. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's that really was dope. Cool. That's cool. That's what I'm saying, yeah, dude. There's some fucking just like people, here, people, people are fucking multiples, man. Just because LeBron bowed down to China doesn't mean he can't also do good yeah. shit. Yeah. Ooh, the Mavericks beat the Nuggets tonight. 
How'd Luca do? Luca's been going nuts. Oh, only 12 points. Can you look up how KP is doing? Chris, I feel like Luca. Yeah, KP only had 10 Everyone tonight. Luca's this is a good. weird game. The, Ma- the Mavericks beat the Nuggets tonight, and no one on their team had more than 14 points. But everyone except Dwight Powell had double-digit scoring. You and say played, everyone except Luca had more than 14. No, 14 was the highest. Out of everybody, out of everybody on their team, but everyone they played ten guys, and nine of them had double digit scoring. Right. So between ten and fourteen. Okay. That's crazy. Paul Millsap, meanwhile, dropped twenty three. <laughs> Jokic dropped the lowest effort triple double you can have: ten, ten, and ten. Yeah. So we're like three games into the season. Yeah. Most right? teams are three for three the most part. Uh, fucking. What are you? What are you? What are your biggest surprises so far? The Hawks have been really competitive. They've been playing teams hard. Mm-hmm. And like I, one of the I mean we I mean I, I I think we could have beat a full strength Hawks team tonight, the Heat. Yeah. But one of the reasons the Heat lost, Trey Young got hurt or the Heat won, Trey Young got hurt and they played a back-to-back in Philly last night. Mm-hmm. And they had a war with Philly last night. Like they brought they played Philly hard. They've been they've yeah. been competing with everybody. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of other. Uh, the Kings are a surprise in a bad way. Okay, they've yeah, been, they've sure. been kind of clunkers a little bit. I, I think my biggest one is probably the Pacers so far. They've and been, they've like, also is, been kind of clunky early. I mean, this is uh, you know early on in the season, so I think that the Pelicans are only pick it back up. Like if I you know if I'm going to bet on one team, it's going to be like if I were to bet on either the Pacers or the Hawks to make the playoffs, I would bet on the Pacers. Um, but yeah, 0-3 to start off the season. Surprising. They're last in the East right now. They're the only team without a win in the East right now. Yeah. I'm looking at the standings. If the playoffs started today, <laughs> three games into the season, the Magic would be the nine seed. Oh, they'd be the nine seed? Yeah, I, the Nets have the eight seed I with think, the same record. Yeah, I think I, I think this morning we were one and two at the eighth seed. And I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. <laughs> what, a, what a stupid thing. If the playoffs started today. Yeah. After the third game, you know, the Spurs are undefeated. The T-Wolves have been as pleasant surprise, too. Yeah. Cat has been going nuts. Fuck Andrew Wiggins, by the way. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Popping off. What are you fucking... One time in a century, you decide to go crazy, and it's got to be against the Heat in the fourth quarter? Dude, he fucking, like, uh, now that he's got his new haircut, it fucking throws me off, dude. Yeah. Cause, like, it's like Mo Bamba. Him, I'm, like, I'm like, is that uh, Okaji? Is that is, is that, that Okaji? Is that a Kogi? Like, nah, yeah. Nah, nah. I still get that when I look at the magic. Like, Mo Bamba. Didn't Jonathan Isaac do something, too? Or so, no? Okay, so John Isaac uh, will occasionally uh, put his hair in cornrows, but mm. he goes back and forth. You know who else has been competitive, even though they're not winning their games, is the Thunder. Shea's been balling. Yeah. Well, they beat, uh, who, who the fuck did they beat? The Warriors. They beat the Warriors Yeah, really but bad. the Warriors... Ugh. That's another surprise. Ugh. I mean, uh, is it? Yeah. And I also do, I think I mean, that they're going to be okay. Yeah. I, they, think I mean, they won okay. yesterday. Yeah, I, they're I one s- and two. I would still bet on them to make yeah. the playoffs. They uh, like Steve Kerr made an early season adjustment though. Like he started Draymond at center yesterday, in an attempt to shake things up. And I think Looney might have been hurt, so they haven't had Looney. I know Collie Stein is hurt. They haven't had him. Uh-huh. But I mean, when you look at who's playing for them, it's like a bunch of dudes I've never heard of. It's crazy. And that, boys and girls, is the danger of so many max players on your team because then you can't get other guys. Who else has been a surprise? I don't think anyone else has been very surprising. Like, the Clippers look great. That's not a surprise. 
The Bulls are one and three. I don't know. I don't want to overreact to anything early. No. Dude, I didn't know. I forgot Jabari Parker was on the Hawks. I, th- I thought yeah. he was still on the Wizards. Yeah. I, I, and then tonight he like dunked on somebody during the Heat game. And I was like, oh, wait, Jabari Parker's on the Hawks now? <laughs> yeah. I think I brought it up on our preview episode. I just that, forgot uh, that. That, uh, that. I think that was like a good pickup for them. Yeah. It's definitely a good spot for him to sort of do a, a personal reclamation project. Mm-hmm. For sure. Maybe learn a little bit from uh, from Vince Carter about being a professional and playing defense. LeBron James stands up on the bench and screams, Taco Tuesday. Crowd goes crazy. Lakers up 27. That is a tweet. <laughs> That's so stupid. <sighs> Gee, 40-20. That's fucking nuts. Uh Okay, Anthony Davis, 40-20 night, right? How, what do you think he shot from the line? Like, how many free throws do you think he shot to get 40 points? Uh, 18. 27 free throws. Get the fuck He's out of 26 here. 26 of 27 from the line. Holy shit. He, that's, it's probably just all Jaron Jackson Jr. just fouling the shit out of him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus. That's crazy. 27 free throws? Oh, my God. Whee! Uh, Dems, Get to the line, my dude. Dem's James Harden numbers. Bruh, James Harden is shooting like 16% from three. Yeah. But he's getting to the line so much it doesn't matter. He's so annoying. Does Markel Fultz have a higher fucking so three good. percentage right now than James Harden? I mean, I can do some research and find out. I mean, he out. went from fucking one for 18 uh, in that one game. So I'm guessing that fucking Markel Fultz. Yeah, and then he went like three of 17. Mm-hmm. Any, um, I'm pretty sure Markel's right around 20%. I mean, maybe. It's going to take me a hot sec He's to look at, look at him up. 22%. And then are you just going to be... Are, we need to put like a whiteboard up in the apartment that just says like Markel's current three-point percentage. Yeah. And you can change it every uh-huh. day just so we all know. We'll put it right here. His field goal percentage is actually pretty healthy. Fucking uh, like 40, 42% from yeah. the field right now. 25% from three. Yeah. He's, he's uh, hot 55 from the line. He's 55% from the line. But yeah. how many shot? How many free throws? Uh, 0.7 per game. Where's the total? Where's the total? I hate looking on mobile and having to like scroll. I don't uh, know the total. Don't 0.7 per game. Something like we that. We played so like, three games. Yeah. Less than three? I don't two, know. How, how can you have 2.1? I don't know. You said free throws, this. right? Oh, wait. That was the career I was looking at. I'm so sorry. He's yeah. a 1,000% from free throw line. Yeah. I'm sorry. Two-point percentage is actually 62% this year. I was looking at the career numbers by accident. He's shooting way better than I said. Yeah, 62% from the field. Um, Where's three-point? 62% from two. From, the, from two, sorry. Yeah, that's 23% not from the field. 23% from three. 47% from the field. Yeah. 23% from three. There we go. That's our number. So 47 and 23. Yeah. Okay. There we go. This is really entertaining. <laughs> while, while, I, while I fucking Google. Who's the other person? We were? Oh, James, James Harden. Harden. James Harden. Bam. People call him El Chapo? Who the fuck calls... What? He's got two nicknames on Basketball Reference. The Beard and El Chapo. Also, his middle name is Edward. And he's a junior. Learned so much today. Uh, 
James Harden field goal percentage, 2019, 29%. Field goal percentage. Three-point percentage, 15. My dude. That's okay, though, because his free throw percentage is 96. Yep. And he's averaging 16 attempts per game. Yep. <laughs> it's so stupid. That makes sense. It's so dumb. I hate it so much. Ugh. Yo, so today was the trade deadline in the NFL, and only one trade happened. First of all, my take on the trade deadline is that it needs to be at least two weeks later. It's dumb that it happens right now. Halfway through the year. This is like the halfway point of the uh-huh. season. When is the NBA trade deadline? Two-thirds into the season. Exactly. Yeah. It should be week 12 in the NFL. That would be so much doper. Because then you have more teams who like they know where they stand, mm-hmm. and they know what types of moves they need to be making for their futures, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you're a team who's like week 12 and you're like eight and four or seven and five and you're like, we just need that one great player to get over the hump, you're going to make that move then. You're not going to make that move when you're at week eight and you're five and four or whatever. You don't know. And if you're also four and seven or three and eight or whatever, you're like sell, sell, sell. You know who made the only move today? The Miami fucking Dolphins. What did they do? They did a complete basketball trade. Like it was a total NBA move. They bought Aqib Tlaib's contract, but ha- they made a fifth round pick be attached to it. And they're like, we'll give you back a seventh round pick in two years. <laughs> and Aqib Tlaib is on IR and he's in the last year of his contract. He will never play a snap for the Dolphins. Yeah, that's it's fucking, so fucking... Did you hear about what the, the Magic are trying to do with Mozgov's contract? Yes, they're trying to get that injury thing, right? Yeah. But he also like recently signed with a European it's team. It's really weird. So it makes it difficult. It's super weird yeah. because like, okay, so this past season, uh, I, I want to say either this past season, I want to say this season was supposed to be the last year of his contract, mm-hmm. but they- But you stretched it. They stretched the contract for another three, three years, years four yeah. years or whatever, right? So so it's like five million essentially, a year Essentially, the, the amount- Per year goes down yep. because they're stretching out his contract, yep. but they have to fucking have that on their mm-hmm. fucking cap. They have to Forever. have that in their books, but they're, tr- they fucking applied to the league, uh, to try and get it removed for an injury exemption, yes. which I'm pretty sure he's playing for somebody he's else. He's signed with a professional team in Europe, but he's not playing yet Yeah, because he's hurt. So it's like, eh, we'll s- what if the league's like, if he isn't, if he never plays for the European team this season, then we'll give it to you. Yeah, and then no the Magic front office hires a hitman to injure Timofey Mozgov uh-huh. so that he never plays. Yeah. That would be really messed up. Would you do it, though? Like, would you accept money from Mr. Hammond? I wouldn't do it. <laughs> to go track down Timofey Mozgov and just like... Hit him in the knee with a hammer or something. I don't know. Something like that. Some some mafia shit. Just yeah, to get that knows, $5 million dollars off the books for the magic. Who knows? Oh. Let's just go into shout outs, dude. Let's do it. Do yours. All right. My shout out uh, are, uh, is uh, developer. Developers, developers, developers. Right. Um. There's two games that I really enjoy, and they're both made, made uh, 
They're both made by a developer called Playdead. God damn it, dude. You got this. Playdead Games. Playdead Games. Like you would tell a squirrel to do. They made Inside and Limbo. These are two games that I can fucking absolutely and wholly fucking recommend. I've seen one of them. I've seen you play one of them. I think it was Limbo. So what these both these games are, are side-scrolling puzzle games. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are incredibly well-made, incredibly well-composed. The music, the ambiance... Everything uh, to these games is just a really fucking fun, challenging, and engaging experience. Um, for anyone that really enjoys visual narratives, they enjoy like sort of indie games. Uh, th- these games don't spoon feed like spoon feed you information. They're hard. So uh, th- they're they're hard to actually like get past the puzzles. You have to think through yeah. them and stuff. But the story that goes into the games, like there's no dialogue in these games. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're kind of just playing this guy who's going through an environment and you're trying to f- solve these puzzles and stuff like that. Um, and you're picking up these little bits of information uh, in the background uh, in order to like put this story together. Mm-hmm. And it's, they look beautiful too. And they're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the audio is fantastic. Um, they're incredibly well choreographed. I know that sounds like really weird for mm-hmm. like a, a puzzle game, but like every conflict that you get into, uh, if there is like some type of time restriction like for a rhythm. it, they're like, uh, it, it, it's just, it's completely built to give you like a really fucking tense experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would definitely recommend, so like limbo, I would play limbo first and then inside second. Uh, they're two. They're, they're, it's not like they're related in any other way other than like theme and general play style. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're both these side-scrolling sc- puzzle games. Um, yeah, Inside and Limbo from uh, Play Dead Games. Uh, my shout out is a show called Atypical. Uh, season three comes out this week, so it's a good time to shout it out. Um, Atypical is a show about an 18-year-old kid on the autism spectrum who uh, basically like decides that he wants to have a girlfriend. Uh, it's a very funny show. It's very heartfelt. Uh, like family is kind of like the core of the show. Uh, his relationship with his sister is really, really strong part of the show. Michael Rappaport plays his okay, dad. Okay, Michael Rappaport. Yes. I, was, I was like, is yes. Bill Burr in this show? Michael, Bill Rapp- in- Michael Rappaport plays his dad yeah. and Jennifer Jason Lee plays his bitch of a mom. I don't like her, but like in a good way. Oh, fuck, what is it? I always get Jennifer Jason Lee and Elizabeth Shue mixed up. Jennifer Jason Lee is in Hateful uh, Eight. Hateful Eight. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Jennifer Jason Lee. There's something What's about that? the way she talks that bothers me. It's yeah. like she doesn't move the back of her mouth when she talks. Okay. Yeah. I don't. It's just a weird yeah. thing. I don't know. Right. Anyway, um, it's a very funny show, very heartfelt show. Um, I really like it. It's really fun. So it's like really easy to watch one of those shows. Season three comes out on the first, November 1st. So next week, this week, I don't know. What day is it? What day is today? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Comes out soon, within the next two weeks. That There's a lot of stuff coming out. Jack Ryan comes out on the first on Amazon season two. John Krasinski, shout out. I'll shout out that. I like <laughs> season one of that show. Uh, it's got the dude from Suits in it too. Um uh, Megan Markle's dad. What's that guy's name? Oh, I don't know. 
You know who I'm talking Mr. about. Mr. Markle. He says goddamn a lot. I mean, everyone in that show says goddamn a lot, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Mr. Markle. <laughs> that Mandalorian comes out on the 12th. There's, there's stuff coming out. I'm excited. It's a good time. It's a good time. What is our Thursday? Uh, the Lighthouse. Happy Halloween episode. Look forward to that. We're going to put a poll up. It's a weird poll, but it's two movies that are both new on Netflix and... They are the Eddie Murphy film Dolomite is My Name and the Timothy Timothée Chalamet <laughs> slash Joel Edgerton slash Robert Pattinson film The King, which is based on like a bunch of different Shakespeare works uh, directed by Joel Edgerton. That is the other one. They're very different, but mm-hmm. they're both yeah. Netflix movies. I really hope uh, that The King wins. Really. Hope. You're going to do this on every... You're such a cheater. Listen to your heart, listeners. If it's calling for you. <laughs> That's our poll. Um, next month, we're going to have a bunch of spoiler episodes because at two different times, I will be out of town and Chris will be out of town. Um, so we're going to have some extra spoiler episodes starting with Zombieland Double Tap next week. So that'll be fun. Um, other than that, I don't think there's any housekeeping stuff. Bang. Um, find us on social media, I guess. Uh, com. You can read Chris's scripts. He is Chris Michaelstott on Instagram. I am Davinwell25 on Twitter and Instagram. The show is The Chris and Kyle Show on YouTube, on all podcasting platforms, on Facebook, on Instagram. It's TCAXPod on Twitter. The poll can be found on Twitter and Facebook. We will be back with The Lighthouse. We out. We out. Stay weird. Stay weird.